When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix Live, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, I'm joined by my co-host Cody Schultz. Uh, We've got another great episode for you today. We're going to be talking about our favorite Netflix ships of 2021. And no, we're not talking about boats or space shuttles. It's all about relationships. Uh, But first, Cody, you've got some big... Uh, manifest news to share so take it away yeah so i think matt long is becoming like our favorite person um just because it's so hard to get updates but he has dropped a few spoilers (laughs) in his instagram comments um which is just exciting to see for fans so the first is that he kind of confirmed he'll be in a majority of the episodes which i think we already anticipated and talked about when nbc passed on his pilot um the assumption was that this would free him up to you know, be in the show as a regular as he was in the first three seasons. So the fact that he kind of confirmed that he's going to be in the majority, I think is a plus. The interesting stuff came in when he kind of confirmed they are going to do the 20 episodes in two batches, uh, which we kind of have been anticipating, like, how are they going to break these episodes down? And he also mentioned to one user that they're likely going to drop the first 10 episodes in fall or winter of 2022, which I feel like is the first time anyone's talked candidly about like a possible release date we've theorized about it like when it could possibly come when might netflix try to rush it out just to kind of you know capitalize on the momentum and i'm very curious if they do end up going with the fall and winter date it makes sense we haven't really looked that far in advance to next year on the you know downside though that means we're going to be waiting a long time for those first episodes yeah so it sounds like if they're going to do that they'll probably film all 20 and then drop them in batches. I feel like that because they just started production this fall. So you'd think that they would have enough time to do all 20 episodes by next year, or at least the first, you know, 15, 18, right? Um, Matt Long, hate to break it to you, man. Better be better be uh, a little more quiet about the release date (laughs) stuff. Netflix, I'm sure Netflix called his people, right? They had to. They're like, don't you're Netflix now. You're at Netflix. You can't just just be saying this stuff. We keep this very secret, <laughs> right? Yeah, I feel like it's it's definitely a different ball game when it's a streaming show because, of course, with like broadcast, you've got your big seasons. You're either fall, your win, uh, your fall, your mid season, like which is typically spring, sometimes January, or you're a summer show. And so, with Netflix, they're much more secretive about their releases. Like, of course, everyone knows what NBC's fall shows are. Their mid seasons, Netflix keeps us on their toes, and and. I feel like whenever like cast members and you see it more as like the seasons go by, like they start to get more polished with not giving away information and all that. And so maybe this was him throwing like us off. Like maybe they're going to like, oh, we've got to wait that long. And then like it'll be a surprise. It's coming in spring or something like that. But I I love the candidness <laughs> there, of, like getting some spoilers and kind of even if we don't know, like, could he be, you know, throwing us off the scent? Because there's been plenty of actors who have done that. Um smartly just to get fans like talking and then like you know surprise it's actually this and 
I hope he kind of, like, I'll be watching his Instagram even more closely now just to see, like, what other, you know, tea he might spill. Uh, and he's definitely, you know, quickly become a fan, a fan favorite here at Netflix Life. Well, it's weird. I don't, I can't say for sure that Netflix is like, hey, you better zip it about the release date. It just is weird that no one, you know, say Outer Banks, you know, like, we haven't heard anything from the cast about season three. No, like... Yep, season three is happening. No likes of tweets about it. They've been, the whole cast has been very, like, you know, on the same page about, so it makes me wonder, like, oh, maybe they say, like, do not say anything. Because they're also not campaigning for a renewal anymore, which makes you think, okay, something has happened behind the scenes. This is not just me talking about Outer Banks again. I just literally, I'm using it as an example. But it is interesting that, like, when, actors are like more candid like i know a stranger things i think it was sherman augustus who was a new character or new cast member for stranger things season four said that production he said this back in 20 like beginning 2021 that they were going to keep filming through august and we at that time were like oh no like that means that it's not coming till 2022 and he was exactly right and he like they filmed all the way through, I think, into September and then wrapped. And he in January or whatever knew that that was going to happen. But no one else said anything about it. It was just him. So it makes me wonder, like, does does everyone know? Is this just like a unwritten rules policy of like, don't talk about it? Um, it's like Fight Club. I don't know. <laughs> but um, uh, it's interesting to see that, like, there's so much. um camaraderie among the netflix stars to not give anything away and it makes me wonder why um yeah so that's i will step down off the soapbox now (laughs) yeah and i mean it i think it's it is an interesting thing i feel like it does maybe vary i feel like i can't remember looking back at lucifer's like that first season they aired because it seems like forever ago like how much the cast was open then compared to like later seasons of course they became very secretive of like knowing they had to keep like certain things like the release dates and that and like even when trailers would be coming under wraps but I can't remember how they were really in season four like that first season but it's an adjustment and hey there's nothing wrong with giving us some teasers like that I feel like that only helps build anticipation like of course could it call it like if there's a delay then people are like well wait a minute you said fall or winter but I feel like it's just gives something fans to count down and just be even more excited about even if they don't want us to share it publicly, just send us a DM or an email. We won't say anything. Shh. <laughs> uh, let's see. So that's Manifest. Possibly new episodes coming fall or winter 2022. Should we talk about the biggest ships of the year now? Yeah, I can't wait to dive into some of these. I feel like they might be skewer a little bit towards some of our favorites, but hey, that's why they're the best, right? Yeah, and this is our podcast. So if you don't like it, go start your own podcast. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's. I think we have to start it. There's only one. It's got to be Decker Star, right? Yeah, I feel like when you look at like the Netflix pod, like the Netflix podcast, the Netflix ships, um, it's hard not to say like the Decker Star is probably the biggest ship that Netflix has had in a while. I feel like this is the one that fans are most passionate about. Of course, we've got ships on like Stranger Things and different shows, but there's just nothing quite like Decker Star fans. Like, and this was even rooted when the show was on Fox. And I feel like Netflix just fed the fans even more. Like, they really leaned into it and gave us so many like incredible moments. And even in like the final season, like, did I like necessarily like the ending there with like 
they couldn't necessarily live like share their life on earth because of the whole like time travel circle thing i don't know the butterfly effect whatever you want to call it but they got a good ending still and i just think this was such a good ship um and that's not to say of course lucifer had other great ships as well of course everyone we loved maze and eve um amenadio and linda were good there were so many good relationships on the show over the years but there's nothing quite like decker star I know it's interesting, like the show about Lucifer and all of that stuff and like all the the angels and stuff like the the thing that this show had going was just like how great of a love story this was. And it started out. Was it the first episode that they really started this? And it just went on and on and on. And six seasons later, man, we have it um, like, I don't know, to keep that going without just doing like the Jim and Pam and just like put them together in like season three. And then like, just like let that ride after um, is, is interesting. Like how they were able to keep it going for so long. I feel like is like a testament to how good these people are as writers, um, storytellers, and then the performers obviously too. So um, I can't do not disagree with this one at all. I feel like that if you're just looking at it, it's probably the top ship um, on Netflix, right? Is that fair? Yeah, and definitely, like, the most recognizable. Like, I feel like you say Decker Star, like, even if you're not, like, a big Lucifer fan, which start watching season one through six or on Netflix now, you know <laughs> Decker Star. And that's kind of like, I feel like they've got good names just in general. Like, Lucifans is, like, a perfect name for the fandom. And so uh, I, that's one I love. But there's no better way to, I think, transition to another from that ship to one of our, you know, favorite shows, which is the ships on Outer Banks. Who would you say is, like, the best Outer Banks ship? Well, it's hard because I feel like in other Outer Banks fans probably disagree or they might agree with us. I don't know. But John B. and Sarah obviously would be the the top one because they start out and it's like the two people from different worlds. And then they, um, you know, come together and like there's some like betrayal among the Pogues because they don't like Sarah, et cetera, et cetera. And then we know that this is real love. Then you take it a step further and you have like uh Madeline Klein and Chase Stokes were together in real life. Now they're broken up. Then there was rumors that they were back together, but now they're just friends. Chatelin um is is no no longer, but John B and Sarah will probably be together. I feel like that they are endgame. The other one that I keep reading about though is uh Key and JJ. So there was the Key and Pope storyline for like was that season one and then in season two they kind of did it a little bit. But like Throughout the whole show, there's been like that. The Key and JJ relationship has been one that I feel like fans have been like really, really wanting those characters to get together. So we already have one that's already together. And I think that Key and JJ are kind of replacing like the John B and Sarah um, thing, even though we did have a John B and Sarah scare in season two where they technically got divorced. Sorry, I had to. And then got back together. So what do you think? Did I nail it or did I nail it? <laughs> yeah, I think I can't add anything else other than I feel like we also forgot to mention Vlad and Val, of course. Oh, oh no. <laughs> um, I, I love that they had like alter egos. Of course, if you haven't watched, that's John B and Sarah's like on the run alter ego, like names and aliases and all that. But I really do think it's such a fun, like, I'm surprised there's not, like, big ship names for any of the OBX ones. Like, mm-hmm. when I look through them, like, I have to rack my brain. I'm like, am I just forgetting am I a bad fam? And I'm like, we really haven't coined any big ship names for this one. And I'm kind of surprised because this show, there's so many good ones. Because even, like you said, like, with Key and JJ, like, they also played around with, like, 
he and Pope. And so Mm -hmm. they have like that little love triangle thing going on. I like those. And they just have really good relationship dynamics on the shows, like the key takeaway, which we could talk Uh, outer banks. I I just got one. I just got, I just came up with them. Can we call him KJ? Is anyone calling him KJ? Because if we're not, we need to. It's KJ. If you're talking about (laughs) Key and JJ from now on, just across the board. Um, they, they do do the relationship dynamics really well. That's I'm excited to see that in future seasons. Sorry, I interrupted you, but I had to. <laughs> when you say KJ, all I'm going to think of is KJ App though, from Riverdale. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's confusing. Hmm. We're, we'll, we'll keep working on it. Let's keep working on it. We'll, we'll workshop, workshop it. A, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. For 2022 episodes, we'll come up with something for you guys. I think you were about to talk about Virgin River, though, weren't you? Yeah, which is kind of a funny one to pivot into, which is Mel and Jack. I feel like, of course, without mentioning ships, like they're one of the strongest going. And it's weird saying like they're strongest going because they face so many obstacles. And I guess we don't know in theory what's next for them uh, with how season three ended and the whole pregnancy situation and like not knowing who's the baby daddy and like what the future is. But I think Mel and Jack are endgame. I'm also curious why they don't have a ship name like how is that possible? Like, I feel like we need a name. We need to give them a ship name and like, just start using it like constantly. I've got a couple, like, obviously we could do Mac cause Mel and Jack again, confusing, but I think Jamel works better. So it's Jack and then Mel. Like, so then does that make sense? Like camel with a J in front? Yeah. Are you in? <laughs> I sort of love that one. I want to just like, I'm like envisioning like, that's just, we're going to start tweeting it out. That'll be the official thing. Jamel. And then we'll just see if it catches on. I have a feeling that one won't catch on. I have a feeling I'm really bad at this, but I think that I'm good at it. So I'm just going to keep it rolling. Um, no, but I think I think you're right. I think Mel and Jack are definitely in game. It'll be interesting to see how many seasons this runs because there's like 20 books or something like that. Um, so what's next for there? You know, are we going to keep doing the will they won't they thing for a long time? Or are, are we going to solidify this relationship at some point in time? What do you think? Yeah, I feel like there's we're going to reach a point where, of course, like one of the best things about Virgin River is that kind of like relationship drama stuff. But I feel like as we're, you know, heading into season four, we know season five is coming. Like, I feel like we're going to reach a point soon where they go all in on Mel and Jack um, and really just kind of like, of course, they're going to be ups and downs. But I think they'll make it to where like it's not a matter of like, are they going to go their separate way? It'll just be like, how do they get over these different obstacles together now? Um I also thought of what we were talking like. Would Jackal be that? <laughs> yeah, that's a. We just yeah. I don't know. Maybe someone more creative than us come up with something. What else do we got? That we've got. Um, Never have I ever is another good show for ships, right? Yeah, I feel like this is another good one. Of course, like the big ship there is. I hope I pronounce it right. Is Daxton, which is uh, Davy and Paxton, which. This one, I couldn't find another name. Of course, the other big ship there is Davy and Ben. And I couldn't find like a solid ship name for Davy and Ben, which makes me ask, does that mean Davy and, Davy and Paxton are uh, endgame just by default? I think so. I think that that's the rules of shipping. If you come up with a name, you're sworn, you, you're bound together. Or if you have nicknames for each other, like John B and Sarah and the Vlad and Val or whatever, I think that means that you're together forever. No one can come back from something that cringeworthy on their own. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, this one, it's one of those ones, like, it. this show does a really good job of having that, like, love triangle storyline going because 
there's been parts with across the first two seasons that I've found myself rooting for like both guys and I'm like I don't know who I want like her to end up with because it's like there's certain aspects of each character and so I feel like that always comes down to like that's when you know you've got good writing is when the audiences are torn of course you're gonna have your passionate shippers on both sides but when you've got the people like me who are like well wait a minute I like this and then they go and do something else story-wise and so I think this will be an interesting to see but I'm just excited we have season three will be coming at some point hopefully in 2022 I think is the anticipation Mm -hmm. um and we can see what comes next for for all three of the characters at that point. Agreed. I think that they just started filming, or they will start filming in, is it November or December? Something like that. I've got, I saw a report that they were starting. So good news there for Never Have Her Ever. The other one on our list is Dark Lena, which is um, from Shadow and Bone, obviously. It's Alina and the Darkling. I'm not, I don't want to get into this one too much because spoilers, you know? I know what happens in the books, so I don't want to, you know go there but the memes for the dark lena stuff and about ben barnes i will say uh chef's kiss you guys are really good at these (laughs) keep them coming they make me laugh um we can move on to barchi though i feel like that this is technically not a netflix ship but it really is because riverdale is more or less a netflix show i think we can agree right (laughs) yeah riverdale really was saved by netflix like the first season you had like the ogs who like watched the first season live on the cw myself included there and then it felt like a whole other audience once it hit on netflix and i'm so thankful it did because as someone who watched it the ratings weren't the best season one and so there was a big question of like is it going to continue but then it dropped on netflix and became this huge hit and you know cw i don't know how they get like those viewership numbers from netflix but they obviously saw there was potential there. And then when season two premiered on the CW, the ratings were up like huge. Like I can't even remember how big of the gap it was like growth wise. And so to say Bart, like to have a fandoms list and have a list of like the best ships and not include Barchi, uh, I'm sure Bughead fans are going to be like, wait, what are you doing? But I think we've kind of gone in all in on Barchi, um, kind of raised the Barchi flag here and like made it very clear that like, that's who we think is going to be Endgame. And as someone who's vaguely familiar with the comics, like it makes sense. Betty and Archie were, of course, in the comics, you know, inseparable. And I don't even know if they ever did like a storyline, like the initial ones. I know they started to do like spinoffs and all that. I'm not quite as familiar with, but I don't even know if the originals did like a Bughead and Betty. I think I just called him Bughead instead of Chughead. Yeah, you did. It's fine, though. We all know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I agree. I think... If you had to pick from this list, we're almost out of time. But if you if you had to pick, who are you going with? Deckerstar? Is that your pick? Yeah, there's just no other couple and ship on this show that like I just rooted for them. Like when they were in their ups and like the or in their downs, I should say, it was like I was yelling at my screen, like, don't you dare like hurt me, Netflix. Like I need them together. So I feel like that has to be my favorite of the the ships. I'll go with John B and Sarah just to but I agree about Deckerstar. I feel like that there's so much passion behind that one especially and then with everything with the show um barchi's good too though i'm with barchi now i'm officially a barchi so um i guess we're out of time though thanks everyone for listening and uh, we'll see you all next time sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.